0: Welcome to Cut the Noise this week for December 18th, 2017. I'm Curtis Lindemann. This week's stories include the FCC repealed net neutrality rules, Bitcoin whales, the thousand people who own 40% of the market, and password-stealing apps found on the Google Play Store. Let's get started. The Federal Communications Commission voted on Thursday to scrap the so-called net neutrality regulations on a vote of three to two. The rules effectively reclassify broadband providers from a heavily regulated utility to a more lightly regulated service. After public statements were made by commission members, a brief recess was taken before the vote due to a bomb threat. The vote to remove the net neutrality regulations should come as a surprise to no one at this point, given that the move was telegraphed by the FCC when it dropped its 200 plus page fact sheet just before Thanksgiving. Supporters of the move claim that this will promote innovation and investment, which will create jobs, increase competition, and lead to better, faster, cheaper internet service for all Americans. Broadband provider AT&T was quick to publicly state that they do not block websites, nor censor online content, nor throttle or degrade traffic based on the content, nor unfairly discriminate in the treatment of network traffic. Facebook's Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg expressed her disappointment in the move and stated that she's ready to work with members of Congress and others to help make the internet more free and open. While dozens of Democratic lawmakers and even a few Republicans have pushed for congressional action on the matter, it doesn't appear that it will happen any time in the near future due to current leadership in Congress, not to mention a president that would veto any such legislation. The actual impact of these actions remains to be seen. Remember, as the FCC correctly pointed out in its fact sheet, prior to the actions taken by the FCC in 2015, there was plentiful innovation and competition, nobody was giving preferential treatment to various providers, as many detractors have claimed will happen with this repeal. For the time being, we're going to have to wait and see what impact, if any, comes from these actions. Bloomberg.com published an article entitled Bitcoin whales, the thousand people who own 40% of the market on December 8, 2017. On November 12th, someone moved almost 25,000 bitcoins worth about $159 million at the time into an online exchange. The news soon rippled through online forums with bitcoin traders arguing about whether it meant the owner was about to sell the digital currency. Holders of large amounts of bitcoin are often known as whales. This is becoming a worry for investors as they can cause big dips in value as one of these whales sells even a portion of its investment. According to one estimate, about 40% of Bitcoin is held by about a thousand users. At current prices, it only makes sense that these investors are going to want to cash out some of these investments. The problem is that the whales can effectively coordinate and prop up the value of the cryptocurrency while they position for a sale that would ultimately crush the smaller investors. According to Aaron Brown, a former managing director and head of financial markets research at AQR Capital Management, Many of these large owners have known each other for years and could easily pick up the phone to coordinate to either tank or prop up the market. According to Gary Ross, a securities lawyer, because Bitcoin is digital currency and not a security, there's no prohibition against a trade in which a group agrees to buy enough to push up the price and then cashes out in minutes. Regulators have been slow to catch up on cryptocurrency trading, so many rules are still murky at best. Keep in mind that the recent rise in Bitcoin is difficult to explain because it has no intrinsic value. While there are definite believers in cryptocurrency, with some claiming it could displace banks and even traditional money, it's still worth only what somebody is willing to trade for it. For those of you looking to jump on the cryptocurrency bandwagon, let this be a warning. Before you can jump into this market, just remember, what you're putting your money into is unregulated, has no intrinsic value, and can be easily manipulated by only a handful of people in the world. It's not something for those with a thin wallet or a weak stomach. The Hacker News published an article entitled Password Stealing Apps with Over 1 Million Downloads Found on Google Play Store on December 12, 2017. Security researchers discovered at least 85 applications in the Google Play Store that were designed to steal credentials from a Russian social media network. These applications were successfully downloaded millions of times prior to their discovery. The most popular of the apps masqueraded as a game. When it was initially posted in March 2017, it was just a gaming app without any malicious code, according to one article published by Kaspersky Labs on Tuesday. However, after patiently waiting several months, the app was updated in October to steal credentials from vk.com users. Once stolen, the credentials were encrypted and uploaded to a remote server controlled by the hackers. In this particular instance, it appears the credentials were used to promote groups within a social media network. While these apps have since been removed from the Google Play Store, there are certainly more out there. Google says the best way to protect yourself from this type of situation is to enable Google Play Protect. Play Protect is Google's newly launched security feature that uses machine learning and app usage analytics to remove malicious apps from the Android smartphones. In the meantime, be suspicious of apps that want you to log into them with your social media credentials. While it makes it easier to log into the applications, the things that can be done if they steal your credentials can lead to painful consequences. Thank you for joining us for our pilot season of Cut the Noise this week. We're going to be taking some time off for the holidays and return with new episodes on January 8th. Cut the Noise was recorded at Round Tower Global Headquarters in the Kenwood Tower, Cincinnati, Ohio. Audio mixed and edited by Vince Lombardo. I'm Curtis Lindemann. This has been Cut the Noise, Weekly Edition.